welcome back to the Mother of Rest podcast. My name is Katherine Carrington and this is episode number seven. Today I'm excited to continue our conversation about resting in motherhood. So the word on the street is that moms are exhausted and the opposite of striving, am I right? So I'm here to talk about this because I believe it is possible for moms to rest and thrive in motherhood. Maybe sometimes we just need to hit the refresh button and get a fresh perspective on what it means to actually take a real rest. And maybe we just need to, you know, redefine what it actually means to thrive in this season of life. Because even if we're busy, I believe we can choose to live in such a way by placing our hope and trust in Jesus Christ that allows us to be at total peace and rest in our heart, soul, mind, and body. Even if we're running around all the time, even if we are busy in our body, we can still tap into that deep rest that's for us. Amen? Okay, so before I go any further, let's breathe together, shall we? So as usual, if it's safe and it feels good, maybe close your eyes and ground your feet. Maybe start to soften your face and relax your jaw. Roll those shoulders back and down. And just exhale all the air out of your lungs. Good. If you'd like, you can maybe place your hands on your low belly and start to inhale nice and slow. And exhale, let all that air out. Good. And inhale for two, three, four. And exhale, two, three, four. And inhale, two, three, four. And exhale, two, three, four. Good. (sighs) that's better. All right. So we're having a conversation here week after week on the Mother of Us podcast about how we can participate with life-giving thoughts, attitudes, behaviors, and things that help us stay aligned to the truth about who we are and what we've been called to do as mothers. You know, I'm always eager to come on here and discuss, unpack, and share simple tools, practices, and strategies that encourage us mamas to rest and thrive in motherhood. And today, I feel like talking about something that I used to do as a new mom that I have learned over time did not add more rest into my life or make me feel better. No, it actually drained me, my children, and my bank account. So today, we're talking about an activity that I used to do that wasn't restful at all. I used to do this activity multiple times per week and think it was helping me do life better. But it just wasn't. This activity was put in the category of, oh, I'm getting something done, or I'm fixing a problem if I do this. And, you know, on a deeper level, I thought I was helping, it was helping me because it gave me something to do and somewhere to go, you know, and time to waste on hot days, if I'm honest. And I really thought that this activity was making me feel better. But actually, it never really did that. And I didn't realize until so many years later. So are you ready for it? Ready, ready, ready? The thing I'm talking about today in hope and in, and, 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 and with hopes that it encourages you and sheds light on this is, dun, 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 shopping at Target. Okay, now hold on. Before I start, 
I don't have any beef with Target. I actually love that store. Dang their good marketing and displays. My goodness, they know their Target market, pun intended. <laughs> and they're going for us. Hello, moms, it's you and me. And you know what? I used to buy into it. Shoot, sometimes I still do. But now that I'm on the other side of the baby toddler stage of motherhood, my wild addiction to Target runs, because that's what it was, has shifted. Praise Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. (laughs) Like the Bible says, he will show us the light and give us a way out. And you know what? He did. And the way out for me has been Amazon, which can be equally as harmful, but it's actually helped me to be so much more in tune by automating my shopping and knowing what I'm putting mindfully into the cart. Anyone else? So anyways, so I think it's important to note here that I am currently a mother to a seven and 10 year old child. I have two girls and my kids aren't in baby carriers and they don't need puffs and diapers and wipes every week. So, you know, if you're in that baby baby stage or have kids under five, this might seem weird to imagine life without a weekly run to a store like a Target or a Walmart or a shopping place, but just stay with me. Um, I like to share my stories with you because, you know, I'm just here to make, to encourage us, to help us laugh, and hopefully, ultimately, to help us all learn and grow together as moms. You see, as a new stay-at-home mom 10 years ago, there were a few things that made my life wonderful. And for me, the things that were the most helpful when I had babies or kids under five were spaces I could go with my kids, okay? Things like Bible studies, things like mops. So I grew up, I'm in the Christian church, so things like Bible studies, um, mops. It's like a weekly thing you go to and you get encouragement and hang out with other moms. Um, Or church service, or the park, or my sister's house, and of course, Target. Like, if you needed me, I was totally at one of these places. I loved Bible study because I could drop off my kids and I could try to soak in a prayer, maybe a worship song, or even a whole Bible lesson here and there. So that was cool. But the problem with that was that you had to be registered and pay, you know, before the session started. And you had to be there. And even if I could register and pay, here's the tricky part. You had to be there at a certain time. And anybody with kids under five knows that trying to get somewhere on time can feel like literally climbing Mount Everest. So... That felt way too hard at different times for me. Anyone else? Oh my gosh. Another hard thing about these events was that you had to be dressed like like at least you like you wanted to be you could show up however you want, but I always wanted to at least be clean and like actually be in an outfit that wasn't like dirty if possible. And 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 then I felt like I I needed to be ready to connect with others. And sometimes even as an extrovert who loves getting dressed and clothes, I just couldn't swing it. I couldn't do it. And so these spaces, you know, like Bible study, these like really great light, like Christ-centered spaces, they just weren't um, always my number one go-to. They were options, but not my number one go-to. And here's why my beloved Target runs became so amazing. Because they were like a knight in shining armor. Target was always a gentleman and held the door open for me. (laughs) It was always available all hours of the day. You didn't need to register or pay to attend. You could just arrive whenever whenever you could make it. Glory. Glory, hallelujah. You didn't have to be dressed in more than PJs or yoga pants or even brush your teeth to walk in the store. They had fresh Starbucks, they have fresh Starbucks coffee and bathrooms and items you may really need. Plus, 1,542 
that you don't. And you know what? It just felt nice to look at nice things, you know? You could sit on the food core and nurse and gaze lovingly at throw pillows, or my favorite, maybe get creative at the dollar section, which is now the like three and five dollar, I think, and make spur the moment gifts for someone, right? Because that person totally needed me to buy a bunch of decor that wasn't useful for them, right? (laughs) Oh my goodness, that was like totally a season in my life. (sighs) So on one hand, God bless the store, you know, it was there for me. But I never remember leaving feeling rested. Since since on this podcast we talk about things that are restful and that things that aren't, I never remember leaving those days feeling rested or more content. Sure, I probably had, you know, the high of buying something new or buying a gift for someone or whatever it was, having a chit-chat with someone in line. That was probably the best part about it. But that would soon fade and I would be back to tired momlandia. And like I said, I don't think going to a store is necessarily bad or good, but I think as moms who are constantly being marketed to, it is super important to look at the reasons why we're spending so much time and money in certain places, okay? So hear me. Target for me was a place I was spending way too much time and money. And since this is a podcast about helping us rest, like I said, and thrive in motherhood, I want to shed light on this and ask us about our motivation for shopping, whether it be at Target, Amazon, whatever, wherever you go, or wherever you tend to go when you need that boost, right? When you're feeling lonely. Because we all do it, and sometimes we actually need things, and it's no problem to go to the store and get a few things. But I feel like there's a deeper conversation that's been going on here. I'll speak for myself, and that thing beneath the thing sounds less like Target and more like a conversation about contentment here for me. So because, yes, marketing works, they can tell us in so many ways that our life sucks unless we have X, Y, Z or buy that thing, right? Or experience, you know, but on a deeper level, you know, if I keep buying their advertisement and this lie, what is it inside of me that believes I'm lacking or missing something? Or what is it that I believe that is not enough? Like that where, where do I believe I'm not enough without that thing? Maybe it's even just the experience of getting to be in Target, you know, maybe not even buying anything. What is it, you know, that I believe I need that? And where am I believing the lie that I don't already have everything I need in Christ, right? So, like, here's some questions I just want to throw out. So, like, what is it, if if you resonate with anything I've said so far, here are just some, some deeper questions. So, like, what is the thing that I'm actually longing for? What do I deeply want or desire? And what does my mind, body, and soul actually need? Or maybe the question is, where do I feel empty? Because it's probably not another coffee, throw pillow, or candle that I'm like really deeply desiring. And if I actually would have gotten still back in the day for even like two minutes and asked myself these questions that I just shared, the answers would probably be way different and way less expensive than what I was doing. And I may have, you know, I may have admitted, I may have admitted if I would have taken a couple minutes to just be still that I just needed a quiet walk. Or maybe I just really was craving some connection with a friend and I was feeling lonely. Or maybe I just wanted and really needed a few hours alone, not running any errands or cleaning on a Saturday. And I'm sure that if I would have taken time to ask myself these questions as a new mom, I'm sure these answers would have come. 
Oh my gosh. Because if I would have, yeah, if I would have asked myself these questions, they would have, the the questions, you know, some questions, rather than keep going to Target, I might have been able to identify the need or the deep craving, like I said, for connection. And not just with people, but with God, a deep longing for connection with God and myself. Maybe it was with my husband or a close friend. Because what I've learned over time is that God loves to meet us in these places. But when we're usually the ones that stay away. I don't think God stays away. I think, you know, in my experience, I was a new mom. I was super lonely. I was trying to figure it out. I think I was just trying to make it through the day most of the time, to be honest. And going to Target felt like like I was winning and it was open and it was safe and I could just come and go as I pleased. But it was something that kind of kept me away from intimacy and feeling my feelings. Um, you know, and what I've learned over time, like I said, is that God loves to meet us in these place, these places, but we're usually the ones that stay away, like I, like I did for so many years. We stay distracted, we stay at Target or whatever the store is, and that's kind of how the story goes. But, you know, God really loves it when we're utterly unsatisfied and utterly disappointed with things and coffee and candles. He's not just waiting for us to be upset, but he's always just there. He's like, okay... Until you're done, you want to try that? Great. Go ahead. Keep doing that. But I promise you, I'll be here when you're done with that, right? And it's, and like, I just know, like, he just loves to meet us in those places. And I've been there where I'm just like, okay, I did this. It's not satisfying me. The coffee and the candles and the throw pillows are really not doing it. And you know what? He loves it when we come to him with our empty cups and questions because he is the one who can fill them. You see, it took me years of motherhood, actually, and actually moving to a new town, which the target was like over 30 minutes away from my house. Yeah, I know it's super hard, but it's actually really been a good thing. But it took me like not living close to the store and not and having COVID and not having shopping as part of my daily routine to really learn how to not use this activity as a place to fake rest or feel temporarily filled up by more things or, you know, falsely connected to things instead of people. And it's still a process for me, you guys. I don't have it all figured out. But I just feel like I really wanted to share this because I feel like it might resonate with somebody else and help you too. So, oh my gosh. I do know that a target run is not restful for me in my mind, body, spirit, or budget. So if you're thinking it is, you know, I'm not here to tell people what to do. I'm just shedding light on my experience. But if you're thinking that those those things are it, I just want to say you may want to reconsider. And totally up to you. But here are a few things I found helpful to replace this weekly activity. So number one, I already mentioned it before, but online shopping has been a huge gift to me, actually. You know, I try to shop local as much as I can, but I really do try to shop online for all of my non-food items that I know I can buy online. This way, I have a controlled list of what I put in my cart, and I don't get lured in by end caps or displays and even the returns um, I get to do, you know, online because it's included with my membership, whatever, wherever you shop. So that's been something super helpful. Another thing that's been super helpful and life-giving to replace the Target Run for me has been weekly yoga classes. Um, I know I've mentioned it before, but I've been practicing yoga for the past 10 years and I've just found it super healthy um, and beneficial for me, specifically Christ-centered yoga, um, to help me be still, you know, and I find that being still on a yoga mat helps me not only breathe, which is so good for my nervous system, right? My overall health, well-being. 
but it helps me move and release stress from my mind and body. Hello, nervous system. Um, but it really just allows me also to check in and connect with myself and God on a deeper level. And it's been such a super healthy way for me to stay rooted and grounded in the love and peace and contentment, right, of being a daughter of God more than Target ever has been. Um, okay, and then the last one, another um, alternative um, to weekly Target runs has been weekly setting up weekly connection with friends. So right now in this season of my life, I attend a weekly Bible study. And I also attend and co-lead a weekly kids nature group. And I find that both of these things really fills my longing for like having a place to go and really on a deeper level, you know, my longing for connection in a deep way that's life-giving, consistent, Christ-centered, and really fulfilling, like on a, on, a, on a lot of levels. And I always leave feeling filled up from both of these and the fruit that comes from reading God's word, praying together with other women, and exploring creation with my kids and other families. It's just been so extremely satisfying, more like more satisfying than Target pillows could ever be, right? And so I just want to mention those things because it's just taken me a long time to figure that out. So again, no judgment, but if you're looking for a healthier, more life-giving ways to spend time as a mom and maybe a little less time in stores, um, maybe try one of these out this week. All right, so moving right along, let's move on to our music talk. So this week, the song that I'm loving and can't get out of my head is As Long As I Live, and it was written by a gal named Abby Ramos, um, and it's sung by people who are my favorites from Antioch Fullerton. Um, I think a gal named Johanna sang it. Maybe Abby sang it as well. But I just love this song so much. You can find it on, if you go to Antioch Fullerton album, and it's called As Long As I Live. And it's just so, 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 so good. It's based off Psalm 61. And I had it in my head the other day, and I was just singing it. It goes, Oh God, you are my God, and earnestly I seek you. Oh my gosh, it's so good. And so you just sing that over and over. Who, who doesn't want to sing that song over and over throughout the day? And then, you know, it says, And in a dry and weary land Where there is no water mm. My soul it thirsts for you And then and then you sing that a couple times and it goes, Because your steadfast love is Better than life. Woo! My lips will praise you. Amen. So if you want to be singing that song, check it out. I'll link it in this episode. Okay, now, next, let's talk about some flowers, shall we? Um, okay, so this week we went to our friend's house for dinner. And so fun. I love that we're in the season where we have friends and we have dinner and our kids play. And where we live, this property was so gorgeous. Had all these oak trees. Anyways, went to our friend's house for dinner. And during our time there on their beautiful property in Darling Flower Farm here in Arroyo Grande, California, our girls made me some of the most beautiful flower bouquets. You guys, they are just stunning. I'm like staring at them right now. Like all the different flowers you could ever want as a little girl, they literally got to go and handpick them and cut them and arrange them. There's like these gorgeous eucalyptus coming out. Anyways, they had the best time making them and I have been loving them the past few days. And there are literally over, I think I'm looking at like over 20 different types of flowers in these bouquets, all different colors, shapes, sizes. And the thing 
that's been standing out to me is this. Each flower is so beautiful on its own, like just stunning. And like God handmade each one and chose each color and petal shape and fragrance and stem length like crazy. And on their own, they are just magnificent. But together, in a bunch, all together, you get something even more beautiful, a stunning variety of flowers. And just like us moms, each of us is so beautiful and one of a kind and and in our own. God handmade each detail about us, but when we come together and give each other space to shine bright and stand tall and be uniquely who we each were created to be, when we're all together in unity like that, Not actually all the same, but actually who God created us each to be. We create something together that's mega beautiful and supernaturally beautiful. Amen? So this week, if this is resonating and you're like feeling it in your chest like I am right now, maybe keep this image in your mind, you know, and like just ask yourself the question, have I been trying to be like the rose or the lily? But am I really that or am I actually a yellow wildflower? So whatever it is, if you're the yellow wildflower, please be the yellow wildflower because our bouquet isn't complete without you. All right, so that's it. That's it. So before we wrap up, I always like to leave you with three questions to help you continue this conversation if you'd like to journal or chat with a friend about it or just talk to the Lord about it. So first question for to end this week is, number one, what has come up for you around this topic of shopping? Again, just, just let the Lord or the Holy Spirit bring something up. We don't need to have shame and guilt, but you know, sometimes we get convicted of things in a good way and it helps create change in our life and it helps us, you know, rest deeper and live a more full, thriving life. So just what comes up for you around this topic of shopping? Number two, what is your body asking for right now? So if this is not something you do often, maybe you just place one hand over your heart, one hand over your belly. You can close your eyes and do our, our breathing again. And just maybe just sit and just say, hi, body. <laughs> I know that sounds silly, but just sit and just say, hi, I'm here. And just say, what, what are you asking for right now? And maybe something will come to mind. Maybe you start to notice, hmm, I'm thirsty or I'm hungry or I would love to be in the sunshine or... Maybe I need to go get a hug from my child or, you know, just listen to your body. What is your body asking you for right now? And number three, what is one thing you can do or not do this week, right? Because not doing things is really powerful as well, to help you rest in God. What is something you can do or not do this week to help you rest in God, to rest in his peace and deep love for you? Okay, I would love to know anything you have to share with me. And yeah, please always reach out. I'm always here and I would love to hear from you. So, okay, that's it. Remember, you are so valuable and deeply loved, friend. Exhale. Because we are in good hands, mamas. Keep making time to fill up so you can keep pouring out in Jesus' name. And God bless you. Hey. 
Hey, thank you so much for being here. I love staying in touch with my listeners. And so if you loved this podcast, please make sure to rate and review and share it with all of your friends. I would appreciate it so much. And feel free to send me a personal message through the Mother of Rest website or check in on social media with me. I'm there often and I love seeing your posts. Okay, so you guys know rest is something I could talk about forever and ever. And so if you or someone you know also loves this topic of rest as well, and maybe has a book, product, service, or just straight out passion for this topic as well, I would love to connect with you. Also, I'd love to know any questions, comments, or thoughts you have on this topic of resting in motherhood. So that's it. Thank you for being here. Remember, you are so valued and deeply loved. Exhale, friend. You are in good hands. Keep making time to fill up so you can continue to pour out. And until next time, God bless you.